Hey, bring me some backwoods up out of home and a cup of ice. And some rubber bands up out of there too, homie. Yeah. It's 3 p.m. 80 degrees outside. I'm in something to go real fast sitting outside the corner store. Six-figure car ain't got no business in this area. If it ain't one thing, it's a mother another. We trapped together, then that's my mother brother. I pay her bills and buy designer, but I don't love her. She just play a part when it's time to smuggle. I pull up, pick up that bag and burn rubber. I got a sweet tooth, but I stay away from suckers. Nobu and Malibu was my last supper. I f***ed up in rush hour with traffic, Chris Tucker. <laughs> Everybody screaming, gang, gang, gang. No folks come and get you, you gon' tell on the whole gang. She said, can she me with my diamond chain? If I ain't in the bank, then I'm on the plane. About to go get some money or go spend some money. They stop me in the airport. It's all good. Back to at it. Before Thursday Night Football, just under the gun, hopefully get this out here to the people before Thursday Night Football kicks off lee with us tommy with with us from his loft you're an art you're an art you're an art person oh yes i'm in the loft uh west coast guy in a loft a lot of natural light a lot of uh, a lot of fun last week great 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 matchup t-bone yeah i had adam over at uh at my place jonah was there as well how's um, Lopas doing guys great time fantastic Seems great. Old boss is doing great. Seems great. Had the her had, was rock, rocking a powder blue Herbert jersey. Shaper um, move. Classic low pass shaper move. All right, I think that's. I think I. I I'm not gonna agree you with you. I don't think it's a shaper. I think low pass. He's out. He's living in Orange County. He wants to be a part of the community. He gets he's a, a Herbert fan. jersey, man. I was. A, he lives in. A, I was a little. Uh, I was a little shocked by it, Lee. I won't lie. I know what you think, Clap. You don't. Have, you yeah. don't have to tell me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We can leave it at It was that. the bye week. It was the bye week. It was the bye week. Okay, it it's was a, the bye week. It's a, sure. It's a $30 AliExpress jersey. It's not like he went out and, and swiped his daddy's yeah. credit card at a, uh, at Modell's. He got he got the AliExpress no, $30 sure, special. Sure, he was close to the practice the practice facility. and uh, Yeah. He's a local. He's a local, man. He's got a he's, he's got uh, a I was like, hey, man, why, why, where's the Tustin? Where's the Tustin football sweatshirt? He's like, Tustin's right in my backyard. Where's that at? I would be going to a I... Tustin game getting a sweatshirt in a heartbeat. Yeah. I don't care about so. City Hall. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Uh, but, yeah, fun fun weekend in L.A. Definitely uh, was, was sluggish for Monday and Tuesday. Not a, not, not a good weekend trip. Um, Were you guys hitting the sauce early a.m. With, uh, with the Cuban? No, I was I was driving no. home. Okay. You know, I didn't. I stayed away on 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 Sunday, but still, man, it's like five hours. Yeah, sure. It's, uh, you know, leave, leaving after the afternoon games, hitting some SoFi traffic. Yep. Not a yeah, not easy a drive. drive. Yeah, that was a brutal drive, Club. But you're a trooper, and you made it. You made it. You made it back. Yep. Um. Yeah, I had a Pacifico. I had one Pacifico at a uh, at a really overpriced sports bar that we went yep. to, and uh, but it was good though. That was Lee. This sports bar was, was actually good. really good. There was like no one in there, and they had these yeah. they had these sideways booths and uh, like four TVs for the afternoon games. Oh, so that's each, awesome! Each game was on, and like no one was really in there. It was a tad overpriced. Uh, it was a tad overpriced, but we did go to a, a criminally underpriced and not uh, underrated place, Randy's Donuts. New Randy's Donut Shop opened right up on uh, on Wilshire, um, right by me. And, and Clep went in and got a donut. Jonah got a donut. Uh, I after you guys left, I went back and got a donut. Uh, you didn't get it the first time. <laughs> for, well, he wanted no, the cinnamon roll, and they didn't have it. And, it, and he was so roll, disgusted by the fact they didn't have the cinnamon roll that he, he just. But then you couldn't stop thinking about it. You had to go back. <laughs> So I went back and I got a cream-filled maple long john. Oh wow! Which uh, which was which that was good. good. Have you guys? This is a side note question. I had a donut this weekend. Now that we're getting into the donuts real quick, have you guys ever had a cinnamon donut or cinnamon roll where it's there's a cinnamon glaze on it? It's not powdered cinnamon sugar. It's like there's a cinnamon yeah, frosting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Have you I ever, have not. Yes. Have you ever had that, Tommy? 
That's how most cinnamon rolls are. No, I feel like. no, if you go to what's that? No. What's that place in the airport? No, Don't no no no. no, no, no. I'm, not talking yes, about, yes. I'm not talking about like like glaze with cinnamon. I'm talking about like cinnamon frosting, not frosting with cinnamon on it. Like a like mm. a manufactured cinnamon. Like it's brown. The frosting is brown. It's not white. Hmm. It's not ringing any okay. bells for me. I have not because I had one of those it. this weekend and it was delicious. And I thought to myself, this has got to be the only cinnamon frosting donut. I've ever seen in my life. Usually you see the regular frosting with cinnamon sugar. Anyway, if you see a cinnamon frosting donut, I would recommend getting it if you're a fan of cinnamon. It was it was delicious. Uh, and uh, I mean, after we said we need to, you know, be quick with the games, I have another I have another quick thing thing to bring up. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we we spoke about uh, Tommy's n- new hairdo. Uh, now Lee looks like uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Yep. Well. It's for a role. Explain the. You know, I heard that you know this was this was going to happen before. Uh, talk about the process, the decision to to go blonde, uh-huh. and then the process of it, and and your feelings afterwards. So, real quick, we tried to do a home kit. Uh, we tried to do like a home kit blonding thing. My mother and I. Um, so she so she bleached my hair, and it ended up just being this really kind of orangey yellow color because my hair is really dark naturally. So then we kind of just. We, we tried that twice. It wasn't really getting as light as we wanted to. So then we, we made an appointment and uh, the fine folks at Escova Salon in Birmingham, uh, specifically Mira, did a wonderful job um, giving me giving me a retouch. So now I'm at... You look great, Lee. You, you look great. Let's be honest. You looked butt ugly before with that orange... Uh... You looked butt ugly, man, but now well, you look great. I think that I don't I don't think I look butt ugly ever, to be honest, but I think that that's probably the worst I've ever looked in my life with the orange. I think that's as bad as I could possibly look. Oh, I, so you're I, happy I with it now. You're happy with it now. Yeah, I'm happy. It's going to stick it. around. I'm happy with it. Cool. It's going to be a Lee kind of looks a little bit like Tom Cruise in Collateral for people who who need a, a visual reference. It's going to be a game time that's, decision whether or not I keep it for the move. Might be. Mm. I think you're gonna. I, I I just lay down a fat wager at on minus one sixty that you buzz your head. I would I would line it at like minus two hundred that I get the, the the buzz. I'm big into buzz at big moment. Because then yeah, he usually back. does something with his with his hair. You look uh, back. Oh, yeah. I moved. I buzzed my hair, and then I'll grow it out. You know, it's honestly or, not a, a bad you know thing for when you're in your forties and fifties. My parents are always looking back at pictures, and they're like, "When was this? Where were we living? Exactly. Well, who and and exactly. you know you have." specific markings where you can be like oh that was you know 2018 yep when i when i came home from depaul oh that this was 2021 when i moved out to la show me any photo i'll tell you what time it was based on my hair last thing last thing before we get into the games clep (laughs) to whom it may concern as of right now the trip to la is looking like detroit to memphis memphis to lubbock lubbock to vegas vegas to la that's the that's what it looks like right now well uh you know i would say uh Dustin and I were, were spent a night in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um, do not stay at the Airbnb. We say that unless you're looking to get a little grungy. We will be getting a hotel, most likely. Okay. We are with. We're, are you going to go to the Peabody where they have the ducks? I don't know. I don't know. We got. We got. We got some work to do planning wise. But um, um, Memphis, you know, Memphis. We're gonna, Memphis is a is a little bit of a you know it's it's uh it's got some edges to it. Man. I'm sure it's a it's a it's an interesting city. Um, got to go to the National Civil Rights Museum. Yeah. That's a stop it's, we're going to have to uh, make, probably. It's uh, at the Lorraine Motel, where MLK was assassinated. They okay. kind of made it into a museum. Yeah. Uh, I would say it's a must-see. must, must see. Speaking of assassinations, RIP Young Dolph. Speaking yep. of Memphis. Yes. Yep, RIP. Put the so guns down. That's what I would... I'll, I'll, look along that, I'll look along that it's route, though, Lee, see what I can cook up. I, I would assume maybe that you also go through Oklahoma City. Put the guns city. down. Um, yeah, I don't know how stoppy we're going to get. I don't know how stop well, you know, it, but Oklahoma City. You should stop at the uh, the bombing memorial. It's quite uh, <laughs> quite impressive. Yeah, no, perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> I'm I'm more of a I'm a big I'm a big roadside stadium. stopper. So I mean, hey, I'm kind of a college football stadium stop kind of guy. Well, I did that too. I sent you my pictures. I know, I know. We're definitely also stopped be, at. We uh, might be spending a night in Lubbock. Okay. If only Mike Leach was still the coach, I'd be I'd be looking for him all over the campus. But anyway. <laughs> All right. Let's get into this. Let's get into this. Um, Patriots, Falcons, Patriots on Thursday Night Football going to Atlanta. I 
like the Pats in this spot here, even with the minus six and a half. I think uh, you know Falcons coming off a horrible loss to the Cowboys. Obviously, for them, you know, like to see the short week get that bad taste out of your mouths. But Falcons ultimately, as we've said before, are just not a team you can trust against good teams. A lot of their wins have come against inferior opponents. Uh, the Patriots are on quite a win streak. I don't think the you know, I don't know if I, I still don't really think the Patriots um, are Super Bowl contenders. I'll, I'll put that out there. I think they'll definitely make the playoffs. Um, but I think there's a certain ceiling there with, with the Patriots where they, where they can't quite get over it this season. Um, but the Falcons, to me, just, just come up short uh, against them. I don't know if I'd be interested in taking the spread. Thursday Night Football has been rough to bet this this year. Um, it kind of always is for me. I'm kind of 2-0 two, two and o on it. Happy to, to take my, my profits and go home in terms of Thursday night betting, um, especially after last week with the Ravens and Dolphins. Just what a horrible game. So I like the Pats to win. Wouldn't bet the spread. Wouldn't I don't really think it's that much worth it to take it on the money line either way. So um, give, me, give me the Patriots. They're just overall more solid. Yep, agree with mostly everything you said there, Clef. I would lean Patriots. Not interested in making a play on this game. I do want to shout myself out and brag a little bit. I was all over the Dolphins plus seven last week and even as a as an upset pick. So that game was a little more fun to watch than it would have been had I not said that stuff. But anyway, uh, yeah, I like the Patriots here. Matt Ryan just burying himself the week after he <laughs> the week after he seemed to be, you know, clearly. He's got some than- Baker Mayfield in him. Matt Ryan? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know he's great the one week, and it's like, oh, okay, he's he's like good, and then the next week he just yeah. completely. I I think know. this Falcons team is bad, man. I think they're worse than their record indicates. Um, and yeah. you know, then again, they play teams close. I don't. I, I don't I, know. I go ahead, Tommy. I, I'm not. I don't have a play on. Well, that. yeah, I was gonna say I tend to agree with everything you guys said. Um, Belichick, I would assume is I think CPAT is questionable for tonight. I don't know, or he might be out. I don't know if he's Wayne, baby. That's probably. I saw Tom. Game time. Sorry about Wayne, Tommy. Saw you put in that claim. It's a shame. It's okay, man. I don't need him. You need him a little bit more than me. Um, (laughs) Are we sure about that? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, we are sure about it. We're gonna trust the process over here in Philly. All right. Uh, Kyle Pitts. You got to assume that Belichick is gonna take away Pitts, and if Patterson isn't playing, I mean. Leaves the Falcons without a lot of options. Um, I mean, optically, I think his Falcons are past, kind of, in my opinion. Um, but the more that you talk about it, I have a hard time seeing um, the the Patriots offense really, you know, Mac Jones is going to check the ball down. He's going to take what the Falcons, a really bad Falcons defense is going to give him. Um, so, yeah, because of the spot, I think it's kind of a Falcon spot coming off an awful loss to the Cowboys on a short week. You think this is kind of a a nice time for them to recharge the batteries, kind of like the Dolphins did against the Ravens. But uh, ultimately, yeah, this is a big stay away for me, and the Patriots should win this game. Um, after I teased the Ravens last week, I think, you know, uh, conventional wisdom says this is a nice teaser spot for the Patriots, but I will be staying away um, just watching this game as a as an observer and, you know, seeing if uh, the Patriots can keep their foot on the gas and, and cover the seven. An interesting AFC matchup with the Colts going to Buffalo. Colts barely beating the uh, Jags last week. The Bills trouncing the Jets. Bills going back home after a, a two-game road uh, stint. I like the Bills to win. Seven and a half is is a lot. Um, the Colts. I don't know what to think of the Colts. I mean, you would have liked to see them beat the beat the Jaguars a little bit more than than they did. Um, and that game not be so close at the end with the Jags kind of driving there, um, obviously forcing the turnover, getting the win. Um, you know, wins are hard to come by. Maybe the Jags are a little bit better than we think. But a lot of these games are kind of must-wins for the Colts um, as they as they go forward. I mean, they've had a tough schedule. I think it gets a little bit easier after Buffalo. And then if you're the Bills, man, I mean, you need to keep stacking these wins, especially if the Patriots uh, win on th- a Thursday night because that division race is, is getting pretty close and you've got those two games against New England coming up. So uh, interesting game for both teams. I don't think either of them, you know, uh, I wouldn't say it's a must win for, for either team, but I, I like the Bills to win. Um, you know, it just kind of depends on Josh Allen. It seems like their offense goes as he goes. 
Uh, so as long as he's not making those stupid mistakes, uh, the Bills should have a, a good chance. Yeah. Um, I like the Colts plus the seven and a half here. Just getting over a touchdown in this game, I think uh, I think the Colts are a pretty good team. I, I don't know if it's going to be a play I make just because backing – I would be concerned about it being in Buffalo. It's in Buffalo. It's and like, like backing Carson Wentz in these situations, granted he has been playing better over the past few weeks. I just don't really know if the Colts have – quite enough to be the team that I've honestly thought they have been all year. I think they're just a few steps behind where I think they are. Um, going into Buffalo and playing this game close, I, I could totally see the Colts doing. I can say I'll honestly be pretty shocked if the Colts win this game. I think Buffalo uh, yeah. Buffalo kind of needs to win this game to kind of maybe prove to themselves that they can beat a competent team. Um, their wins, at least five of their wins this year, have come against the Dolphins – Jets and Texans, so the the, the the somewhat fraudulent Chiefs as well. The, yeah, exactly. They caught the Chiefs in a in a in a pretty tough spot. Um, so I think this would be a good home win for them to get. I think the Colts play it close and end up losing by four to six, maybe. So um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away, but I, I lean Colts. Yeah, I think it's Colts or pass, kind of. Um, you know, and if, if we take it back to uh, to January, Lee and I were down at Greektown um, watching this playoff game, first round of the playoffs, and I believe the, the line is probably about the same. Maybe it was six and a half. I, I can't really remember. I know I did have uh, the Bills in a teaser that day. Um, yeah, I, I think it's, you know, how much better is this Carson Wentz team compared to this Phillip Rivers team last year? I mean, the Colts played the Bills a lot closer than I thought they were going to last year in that playoff matchup. Uh, Frank Reich's a really good coach. Uh, this total, I don't know if Klepp wants to pitch in here. It seems a little high to me. 50 points seems a little high with two good defenses in Indy and Buffalo in a game that could have some weather. Um, or, you know, I've heard rumblings of weather. I don't know what the, uh, the report is on that, but yeah, I think it's Colts or pass for me. Um, but I do kind of agree with Lee's sentiment that this is kind of a must win for the bills. And I do expect them to kind of have a, a really good performance, uh, against the Colts team. But I do think seven and a half is just, uh, too much for, a pretty solid Colts team with Wentz playing better, good run game, and a, a, a really good defense and Frank Reich coaching. So uh, I probably will not be pay, placing a wager on this game, but I, I tend to agree with a lot of things you guys said. Yeah, I think that under is uh, interesting. I'll, I'll keep it in mind. The Washington football team coming off, I would say it was one of the more impressive upsets I've, I've seen um, so far this season. Obviously, you had the... Uh, upset of the the Jags with the Bills, but that game was so ugly. Um, the Washington football team kind of uh, more more impressive in their win in their upset win against the Bucks last week. Panthers trouncing the Cardinals, so two upset wins. Both these teams meeting each other back uh, on the East Coast here. The line is three and a half. Panthers are Panthers are laying three and a half. I think Cam Newton is starting, uh, is, is my impression. Um, I'm going to lean Panthers, man. I'm going to lean Panthers, and I think I'd take the three and a half. I think the football team might be a little overvalued coming off that win. Um, I think Heineke overall has kind of struggled this season, and I'm not going to let one uh, fantastic drive um, change that, uh, you know, speak for it, represent that uh, for him as a quarterback. And the, I don't know. The Panthers just seem to have some juice, man, with Cam back, and I think their defense has been good all year. So, yeah, uh, I love Washington in this game plus three and hmm. a half. I think that these are two very evenly matched teams. I do not really see what makes the Panthers decidedly better than Washington at all. I think that's why the numbers at three. Um, I don't think home field advantage should be worth that many points. I really was impressed by what Washington did last week. I think they're going to want to win this one for for Ron Rivera going up against his former mm. team. Also, man, I'll say it. I, I just don't really like Cam Newton. I think the whole the I'm back thing after the touchdown was like cringy. Like it's just like weird. Like you like you, I thought it was cool. It's just so over the top, man. It's so over the top. It's like basketball stuff. But anyway, I don't want to let that play into my analysis too much, man. I like Washington. They're a scrappy team. I know their defense is exploitable, but I still think that the whole Cam thing is being overvalued. I don't know if he can be a proficient passer, which is kind of where you expose Washington's defense. Washington's defense also has kind of come around the past couple weeks. Um, I think the bye week probably obviously helped them out. 
Big win against Tampa last week. Still alive and well in the NFC, I think, in, in that division. Um, with the, the division games coming down the pike as the season comes to a close, uh, they're going to need to be winning these games, these 50-50 games. So I think Washington is a little bit better here, and I think if you can get three in the hook with them, that's, that, that's, a, that's a good play. So I'll, I'll take that. Um, I'll take that. Yeah, I tend to be more with Klepp on this one. I think uh, I do tend to agree with you that these teams are a lot closer than maybe this number indicates. But when you break it down, um, Washington losing Chase Young, I still think is pretty big. I know that's you know he wasn't having the season that maybe we all uh, anticipated, but this Panthers defense is good, man. And Taylor Heineke, I think, is really going to struggle against this defense. Um, their pass rush has been getting home. Hassan Reddick and Brian Burns, uh, and then the secondary: Gilmore, Dante Jackson. Um, you know, I think we kind of saw, you know, a, a, a bad Bucks secondary. Uh, Heineke was able to play up, and, and they got up for that spot a lot like the playoff game last year. But traveling to Carolina, um, I think that Cam isn't, you know, is, is, is a slight upgrade over the P.J. Walker-Sam Darnold experience. But ultimately, I think the Panthers' defense is kind of the, the X factor for me um, in a game that, you know, I made this number three. I definitely think, you know, three and a half, I guess you have a little value on Washington, but I'm not touching it, and I expect the Panthers uh, kind of to, to win this game here and uh, win ugly in a, a kind of a defensive battle with, you know, Cam not having an efficient day passing, but maybe gets a few rushing scores and they eke out a win at home. And the Panthers are, are firm in this playoff race right now, too. So this is kind of a, I mean, it's a, all these games are kind of must wins for a lot of these teams, but this is a, a big game for the future of both these teams this year. I kind of feel like the whoever gets a seven seed in the NFC is just going to get crushed by whoever the two seed is. Yeah. I don't. Uh... Anyways, Ravens going to Chicago. Chicago five point dogs at home at Soldier Field. Ravens again coming off that really ugly loss to the Dolphins on Thursday Night Football. Bears coming off that bye. Nagy back on the sidelines for this one. Uh. I'd be tempted to to take the Ravens minus five, but in Chicago, coming off that loss, it's kind of a tough place to put your money. Well, Lamar hasn't practiced; he's sick. Yeah. So, so you know, you got you got to assume he's going to play. Yeah, but he's he's sick. Um, that's why the number has come down. It opened at six, um, and now it's still six in some places, four and a half, four and a half at other places. I mean, it's the biggest disparity in a line we're seeing this week in real time. Um. I like the Bears plus six if you can get the six points. I think the Bears are a tough team coming off a bye. I know the Ravens had a long week, but, man, I mean, the Ravens got exposed by Miami a little bit, and I know they played a bad game. I don't expect them to continue to play bad games, but the Ravens are, you know, I've kind of been a broken record, but I just think that a lot of people are a little bit too enamored with the Ravens. I don't know how good this team actually is. I think they're a playoff-level team, but – I don't necessarily think they're definitively the best team in the AFC North, and I sure don't think yeah. that they're above losing at Soldier Field with the Bears. I feel I feel somewhat the same about the Bears in that sense too, and I think a lot of it is just because of how much I liked Fields in the pre-draft process. Mm-hmm. And he's had he's had big moments, and then he's also had really rough moments. Um, so it's just kind of hard to bet against the Bears when they have a quarterback who I kind of believe strongly in, and it's like if Fields goes out there and has a good game. It's kind of. I feel like that's almost the angle, right? If Lamar plays, it's like, do you think Fields is going to play well or not? Yeah. And the Ravens don't really have a good defense. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that's. Well, yeah, I was just about to say, man, forty-four and a half seems kind of low to me for a total. Yeah, it's um, in Chicago back, in November. Yeah, bringing back to. I think it's either Ravens or an over for me. I mean, I I think you got to think the Ravens. I'm assuming Lamar is going to play. You got to think the Ravens are going to play better than they did in Miami. And I did see a stat that I think Justin Fields is the worst quarterback in the NFL this year when like pressured under heavy pressure for by like in terms of like the total number of snaps that he's played, and you know that you got to believe that Wink Martindale is going to uh, queue up a lot of pressure. And and I think you know uh, that that Chicago uh, almost win over Pittsburgh kind of is that's that's how that's the last time we saw the Bears. That was a little um, you know the the muff punt or whatever. I mean. The, I think the 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 Raven the Bears are not a very good football team. All in all, I don't think they're. I don't want to start giving them that respect. I think the Ravens um, are in a you know a good spot here where they're going to be able to run the ball and control the clock. 
Um, so yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards taking the Ravens here just because I do think they're a lot better of a team with a, a lot better of a coach, and this is a nice bounce-back spot for them. But at the same time, if, if Fields is able to kind of keep this game alive, then I don't think you're going to be wanting to hold a, a Bears, I mean a Ravens minus five ticket because this very well could be a one-possession game, which is why I kind of lean to that over, which seems a little a little low. But um, no kind of strong take for me right now. I'm going to have to see how the rest of the week shapes out. Do we know what, I mean, do we know what Lamar's uh, splits are, like road versus home? I feel like he's much better at home. Maybe that's just me. Hey. Yeah, I don't know. That's an yeah. I mean, thing. they beat Kansas City. They beat Kansas City, I guess, in KC. I guess they had um, the, the the Raiders game too. The Lions. The Lions. Yeah, but he didn't play well against the Lions. It's kind of my no. Yeah, no. So I just think it's like the Bears off a of bye, at home, getting six points at Soldier Field in November, and I to me Fields is gonna make mistakes, but he's learning. I'm like we're like watching him learn. And it's like I think Fields is bound to have moments in this game where he's being he's playing impressive. Like he's just been I don't know, the last time I saw this dude play at Soldier Field was when I was all over the 49ers and he he played yeah. really really well. And like you said Adam, yeah. this Ravens defense is not very good. Um we saw Tua come in with cold feet and complete, you know, 65% of his passes and in in and win that game and I know the defense obviously had a lot to do with that, but Tua looked pretty good. You know, like um I don't know. Again, the Bears are three and six. This NFC seven seed is wide open. Nagy's coaching for his job. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking myself into it a little bit. I haven't played it. I didn't even maybe write, maybe you're talking. I your, didn't even write it. Maybe down, you're talking yourself into. I'm just saying a Bears team total, man. Maybe a Bears team total is. I don't know. I'm I don't just like trying to think cute. of ways. To... I don't like getting cute. You know me, man. I like sides. <laughs> I like sides. So. Uh, I know, but I mean, I don't even want to do the the math right now. But it's got to be pretty low. It can't be over twenty points. Yeah, but I think the Bears um, could win. If you got or, or or it's not even a team total thing. It's like you're giving them six points here. I think this could be a seventeen to twenty game win for yeah. the Ravens, or like a, a you know a, a fourteen to twenty. I don't know. Something yeah, like you'd be kicking scoring. yourself if the Bears went under their team total but covered the spread. Yeah, exactly. That'd be brutal. Um, anyway. let's move on here. Yep. The 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 Lions going to the Browns. It could be Tim Boyle season. We're hoping for Tim Boyle, baby. We are Tommy as and the I Bears, especially. as the Bears go uh, with Justin Fields. The Lions have you know the strong armed man Tim Boyle. Who would you rather have? I like Boyle. You know he's a great he's a great competitor. Um, made a couple plays in the preseason, so would love to see him on an NFL field because uh, man, we're, we're we some golf haters. We've been some golf haters, but he is garbage. I thought that he. My concern was that he would be good enough for maybe to convince the Lions that they could like stick with him for a little bit. It was honestly my concern. I did not think he'd be this bad. I didn't think that would ultimately happen, but he is terrible. And uh, especially in a game against the Steelers where you're gashing them in the run game and you can't do anything through the air and it's like raining and he's got gloves on. Like, there's your proof, Brad Holmes, that this guy can't be a quarterback in the NFC North. He can't go to Pittsburgh in November. And in, in, in a rain, it's like kind of raining and a little bit cold. It's not even freezing out. And, and he can't get it done. Well, so, and Mason Rudolph is playing quarterback for the Steelers. You're not even really yeah. going up against the, the standard. Yeah, I mean, not much. That was even a little bit of an that. overreaction from us, I think. I mean, he looked horrible, too. Tommy, I'm going to get ignorant here, man. It's a wrap. We're going to win this underback. It's it, we're, we're, there's no way there's no way Jared Goff is just gonna like waltz through the rest of the season slinging 200 yards again like it's just not gonna happen he's either going to get injured he's gonna get benched or he's not gonna meet the quota because the, the beginning of the year is a different story and I've punted on the idea that Hawkinson's gonna get five touchdowns this <laughs> passing offense just doesn't work it does not work I don't even want to get and, and yeah. I, I, was I just think our say, handicap was, was, was good, man. The receivers are bad. Goff yeah. is bad. Their competition they're playing against is always better than them, and I think that the, the 4K Can, is a wrap. Yeah, um, I mean, I hope you're right. Um, I, I've been I've been pretty brutal on my future so far, so I don't want to take any, any premature victory laps. Um, but that kind of leads into my handicap that why, why are we not all laying the 11.5 with Cleveland right now? Um, and, and, and I'm not, this is even a, a greater point about how, how good Cleveland is, but this is a spot where I think Cleveland is going to wax the Lions, whether it's Goff or Boyle. They're going to be able to run the ball. 
Baker's going to be playing. Is ba- is Baker, oh, now all of a sudden Baker's an underdog, and this is when Baker's he good. And he's playing an awful – even if it's Keenum, man. like I'd be more comfortable with Keenum I just have playing, a, probably. I have a hard time seeing this Lions offense score points on this Browns defense. Um, you know, Tim Boyle in the there? Rush, it's not going to be Goff. Is it not going to be I think it'll be Tim Boyle. I do too. That's my BJP, Either that's way, my BJP I, prediction. Whether it's Boyle or Goff or Keenum or Mayfield, I, I, I think the Browns are the side here. Um, the you know I was wrong on the Browns this year. I, I you know I'm ready to admit it. Uh, just what you know, last week was absolutely brutal. Absolutely brutal teaser loss having the Browns eight and a half, and you get waxed by the Patriots. Um, you know, good on good on New England. Good for them. They're they're a solid team. Um, but just when I kind of play this game state out of my head, um, you know, I just have a hard time. Seeing the Lions offense do really anything, especially after the demoralizing tie that they just had in Pittsburgh. That was a, that was gotta, a demoralizing to... tie for Pittsburgh. All right. The Lions were, were winless. I think it was for Detroit too, no. man. Like, how, you see how, how excited they Campbell were when gonna... they forced that fumble, baby? They're happy to get out <laughs> yeah, of I mean, Pittsburgh good, with the tie. Good for them, but I I just think, man, this this Browns team is, you know, they still think the Lions plus still eleven and think... a half. Let's go. Oh, I'm 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 gonna be playing the Browns, man. I think the Browns are a good. You know, play. I think you should have gotten it at um, ten. I don't know. I don't know what. Yeah, you were I definitely should have. I don't know, man. I'm not really. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really like. I don't really like betting against the Lions when like the number is really big. Um, I just don't want to be scared to bet well, big yeah. numbers anymore because I, I just the li- the Browns I, are the side. I completely agree. The Browns, if Tim Boyle plays, if Jared Goff plays, they're the side. You just have to be, you know, the back door will probably be left open. Maybe Nick Chubb isn't playing. I know that you don't care about running backs, but I may, like, there could, maybe Nick Chubb isn't playing. I believe Chubb is playing. Is, no, he is, still I could not he was play. On track He's still on the play. COVID list. Um, oh. DPJ pulled up with a tweaked hamstring, so he's, he's questionable. Jarvis Landry has not been playing very well, or, you know, he's been kind of in the shadows the past few weeks. Um, the Browns are right there at smack at 500. I'm not saying they're going to lose. The Lions are a scrappy team, though. They're going to play tough. I think if Tim Boyle, a fresh face, comes in, you know, I don't know. If I had to take a side, I'd lay the points with the Browns. I'm just saying I don't think it's – I don't think I'm – you know, it's a it's a run-to-the-window kind of play. Um, I just think there's a lot of motivation for the Browns to to, to really win I'll this have, game. Tommy, you'll, I'll, um, I'll put a smile on your face. When all these Lions got released, I did a five-team teaser. And uh, the Browns yep. minus four are one leg, so I can reveal the rest of those after we get through these games. But, but my head was in the right place. I like that. All right, let's uh, let's keep rolling here, boys. Um, Jags and, and Niners. Jags plus six at home. Niners coming off an impressive win against the Rams on Monday Night Football. Cross country trip. This is one of those classic uh, West Coast playing at like nine a.m. Uh, games. Um, I don't know. A weird game, right? NFC, AFC. Only go to Jacksonville once every eight years if you're the the Niners. Um, I don't know. I like the Niners. I guess I'm not too. The Niners they win with Jimmy G, man. They win with him. I am my brother's keeper. I am my brother's keeper. Give me the Niners. Get they're my team now. I love the Niners, man. I think the Niners are going to get that seventh spot in the NFC, man. I think they're a good football team. I'm not. I'm not. You know, uh, punting on Jimmy G or Shanahan or the defense or anything. I, I had a I had a lean on on them against the Rams on Monday night, my favorite team in the league this year, the Rams, and they waxed the Rams at home. Big season. It's planting a flag in the season, saying, "Hey, we're here to stay. We're four and five in the NFC." I think the Niners go to Jacksonville and take care of business. I like this play a lot. Lay the six with the 49ers. Um, I think this is another example, kind of like we talked about Ravens Bears, like how Tommy sees the Ravens. This is kind of how I see 49ers Jaguars a little bit, like. I think uh, I think this is where you lay the six points on the road with a favorite traveling. Um, I think the 49ers are kind of catching their stride right now. I think they go into Jacksonville and, and take care of business. Also, Jacksonville, I know they've been putting some things together recently, but this is a team that is no stranger to getting you know losing by more than a touchdown. So I think that they get right back on track uh, this weekend at home. Yeah. Um... I mean, I want to agree with your sentiment. I, I just am kind of scared. I'm a, I'm a little weary of the travel spot. Shot. And I also think, <laughs> well, I think, I think the, the Niners, the Niners had to win that game against the Rams and Shanahan owns McVay. Shanahan has now beat McVay, what, five times in a row? Like, I don't, you know, obviously the result was a little surprising, 
but they're going to have to travel to Jacksonville. I'm still not sold on the 49ers defense. I'm still I think they they had a great performance. They they played up to the kind of standard that at least I thought preseason against the Rams. The defensive line was unbelievable. Bosa had a great game. And, you know, on paper, the Niners should cover this number and wax them. They have a much better coach. They have a better offensive system, and they have a better defense. But I don't think it's going to be a waxing. I, I just think it, it's the old, like, San Francisco is a team, in my opinion, that can lean on Jacksonville. And Well, that's – but that's but like, like, like San Francisco playing both of the New York teams last year. They waxed the Giants and the Jets both last year by running the football well, and yeah, playing really and good defense. Dude, this, and, my whole handicap here is this Jaguars offense is terrible. It's terrible. Like, the only reason the Jaguars are winning any of these games or playing any of these teams close is because of their defense. Their defense has completely ri- yeah, their defense risen to the occasion. Up. Their defense is pretty good. Now, if the 49ers can convert on third down and Jimmy G can take care of the football, they're going to win this game probably by a touchdown. And that is what Jimmy G does. That's what this 49ers team does. And I think that this is a kind of straight out of central casting game that the 49ers win and take care of business. And get back up to 500, and, and kind of get back into into relevancy in, in the NFC playoff race. So, uh, lay the six with the Niners. I will be playing this this six point spread this weekend. Packers going to Minnesota. This is a super interesting game uh, in the NFC North. Vikings coming off a huge win uh, at the Chargers. What it's the Vikings are quite the team this year, man. Uh, just crazy. Uh, it's they them should and the be. Niners. That's my yeah. Thing. Them and the Niners are, are right there. Yep. Um, that's think, where I would push you, back against your two seed, seven seed logic, Clep, because I think the Vikings yeah. or Niners could play those that two seed tough. But anyway, continue. The uh, what, what chance do we think the Vikings have in this game? I mean, historically, it doesn't seem like Kirk Cousins has done so well against the Packers, um, but the, it is at home, Minnesota. You know, those fans are going to be up for this one. I'm going to pick the Vikings, but it's not like a confident pick. Yeah. I'm going to pick the Vikings. I'm not going to put a single dollar on the Vikings. I think the Vikings lose this game close. I think if you could get it at three, congratulations. The numbers now come down to one. Yeah. I honestly, now that I'm looking at it, laying one point, with the, you're basically picking the Packers to win the game on the field. Yep. I don't know. The Vikings are just betting on or against the Vikings is just, it's such a crapshoot, in my opinion. No matter how good it's or bad infuriating. they're playing, it's infuriating. Just, you know. I don't know. This this is another juncture where this could be the Vikings flag plant game where they say, "Hey, our season's not over. You know, we're going to be relevant in this in this playoff race too." So I would be weary of that, but yeah, no interest in putting any real money on this game just cuz the Vikings have been so volatile this year. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and, and for the sake of the pick 'em and in our pick 'em pool that Adam is is not a part of, I will be taking the Vikings in the points. Yeah, I mean, as this, I I made this number four and a half for Green Bay, so I I think I'm going to be playing Green Bay uh, minus one and a half. Um, I I was originally kind of gearing up to take this as a I I do like the Vikings in a teaser here because I do think that they're going to try and they're going to keep this game close. I think both of these offenses are probably going to get what they want. Forty seven and a half seems a little low to me. Another total that seems a little low to me in a dome. Um, but yeah, I just think with Green Bay, you're getting, um, and you know, Green Bay has, you know, I guess they lost to the Chiefs, but they've they've been relatively unscathed this year, and um, I think you're getting a better offense, a better coach, and uh, a slightly better defense in Green Bay as well. So now that this number has trickled down to one and a half, I think um, Vegas is just kind of daring you to take the Packers. Um, there seems to be a lot of support on Minnesota, which I do understand. It's a division game. They're at home. But... I think the Packers are a much better, uh, more consistent, high floor team at this point, um, and and Aaron Rodgers is playing at at a at a high level. He kind of had a rough game against Seattle, both both him and Russ coming off uh, missing some time, but against this Minnesota team in a dome, I think, you know, AJ Dillon, I think is going to be great for them. I don't really see that's a big drop off from Aaron Jones, um, and I kind of think the Packers are definitely on the side here. I think. A little too much support has gone Minnesota's way, which I understand in, in theory, but I'm happy to be the buyback on Green Bay. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a really uh, it'll be a really good game. That's kind of the the game in the early window that I'm most looking forward to paying attention to. Of course, outside the Lions, let's keep rolling on here, boys. Dolphins at Jets, disgusting game. 
uh, won't be trying to watch any of this. Uh, I think. Why is Joe Flacco? I think Flacco starting because uh, they got to justify that pick that they gave up for him. Um, don't bet this game. I guess. Give me the Dolphins. All right. Give me the Dolphins, man. Why would why would anyone want to bet the Jets? It's you can give me the Alabama Crimson Tide minus three against the Jets. I think the Jets suck. I think Robert Sala is a mediocre coach, Tommy. I think that the Sala experiment, the Jets experiment, is going to crash and burn. I do not believe in it. I don't believe in any of it. I'm already giving up. I just you were a Sala guy. I was a Sala guy. I do not. Is that because of the Rex Ryan tapes? I think it's. I think it's a little too it early for that. But I just don't I mean. think it's going to work out. I know. I think that. I think the task is too big. Uh, the defense plays with no heart. The the Bills were going up and down the field on them. Indianapolis was going up and down the field on them. They've given up a thousand yards in the past two games. They're they drafted the wrong quarterback. It's already clear. They don't have any real weapons on offense except for like I guess Michael Carter's been good and Mackay Becton is good when he's healthy, but he's never healthy. Um, Joe Flacco is now starting at quarterback for them. I don't know. I like what I saw to the Dolphins last week. I think the Dolphins are a much better team than the Jets. Um, and I think the Dolphins end up winning this game. Um, I just think that I can nearly guarantee the Dolphins are going to win the turnover battle. So if they can do that, they're going to win the game, and that's why I would lay three. Or even I would even get cute and lay the three and a half with the Dolphins. I, don't, I think that they're going to win this game by a score. Um, and I just don't think the Jets – I think the Jets are arguably the worst team in the league. Yeah, I'm not going to hop on that train yet, but I do – I mean, I do think it's very concerning that Wilson isn't playing and, and the logic that they put forth to the media is that, oh, uh, Flacco is really good against a heavy blitz and we don't want to – you know, like, Ridiculous. what are you doing, man? Stupid. Like, throw him to the th- – th- you just drafted this guy. What, when is when is Wilson going to learn how to play against a, a, a heavy blitz? Like, it's just it's, – it's ridiculous, dumb logic. I think they're, they're big-braining themselves a little bit. Um I'm not going to give up on Salah yet or Joe Douglas. I think Salah is a, a damn hard worker, and you know maybe he is just a really good defensive coordinator. But I'm not going to I'm not going to throw the the baby out with the bathwater on him yet. Um, but yeah, no interest in betting this game. Um, I think Lee, you're probably right. I mean, if I have to pick a side, I probably will take the Dolphins, um, who are kind of starting to to you know get into that form uh, that we saw preseason, um, and and you know be kind of a, a mediocre team that you know is a, a solid seven and nine you know team seven and ten whatever it is now so uh, i'm staying far away from this game i'm um, just kind of really disappointed that the jets are not uh throwing zach wilson out there if he's healthy so saints at the eagles whatever. eagles are uh maybe good yeah i mean no no yeah. one's gonna bite all right i, I don't i don't know yeah. i don't know i mean <laughs> is, listen i mean is beating Denver, you know, I don't know. I liked Denver last week. I kind of came on to that game on Sunday, which is something that Tommy, you know. Uh, it Tommy seems did. like the formula to beat Hurts is there, and no one seems to yeah. want to deploy it. I really thought Denver would be able to do it. Granted, I mean, Hurts, man, there is a there is a solid argument to be made that he's a franchise quarterback, and I'd love to get into the weeds with somebody about it because I don't think he is. But like I said, man, there's a solid argument to be made there. The guy looks good. They're winning games. They're four and six in the NFC. They're they're in the thick of the of the conversation. Um, I think this game is the third week in a, a row where it's like kind of an incredible litmus test for the Eagles. Like you go to L or you 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 host the Chargers and lose a close game, then you go to Denver and win. Uh, you win. You you win convincingly. Game, convincingly, yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the slate, yeah. the slate well, fumble recovery kind of, kind of. I don't know if you guys were watching, but Javante Williams scored a touchdown the play before that. It was like a 19-yard, yeah. nice little touchdown, and of course it gets called back for holding. And then the next play, yeah. Melvin Gordon fumbles and Darius Slate takes it back for a touchdown. Completely changes the game. Um, I'm going to continue to hate. I'm going to take the Saints here uh, with the points. Saints money line. Saints money line. They've been the Saints have been playing actually pretty well with Trevor Simeon. I think their defense rises to the occasion. Not a play I'm going to make uh, with real money, but in, the, in for the sake of the pick'em, I'm going to continue to be a hater of the Eagles and just continue to eat crow. Um, Hurts, man. I mean, yeah, he looks he looked good against Denver. Um, so yeah. I mean, Hurts 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 is is what he is, man. He's I, I'm sticking by my poor man's Dak Prescott comp. I think you know, like I. 
he he has mobility. He can make some throws. Shout out. I mean, Devonta Smith also made some great plays on on uh, on, on some of those throws against uh, Sertain in Denver. Um, I made this New Orleans minus one. Um, I, I kind of like my number a little better. Uh, I think you, with New Orleans, you're getting the better coach. You're getting the better defense. Um, and even if you're going to say the Eagles are the better offense, you know, I think if Kamara plays, that's also that's also huge. But this Saints team, they play Tennessee. They play Tennessee really, you know, tough and well. They could have obviously won that game. And um, I think you know the Eagles. I'm 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 with Lee. I'm happy to continue to fade the Eagles, maybe to my own detriment. Uh, that that under six and a half is is looking worse and worse by the day. So um, I would I would love for the Saints to to eke out a win here. Um, and you know I think the Saints are it's going to be in Philly. This is going to be two teams who are going to want to run the ball and and play good defense. And I think if you're going to play by that those rules, I think the Saints kind of have the edge. So, wow. Um, so, sorry to interrupt you. Just looking at the Eagles' schedule, man, this is the last. This is the second to last out of division game for the Eagles the whole season, and the only other out of the division game is is uh, against the Jets. So mm. they got the Saints, yeah, not and looking then it's good. Giants, Jets, Washington, Giants, Washington, Cowboys. So we're talking the Eagles are probably going to be favored in in most of those games. If the well, Eagles can win this game, they have an, the inside track on making the playoffs. I would say. Well, I was going to say, uh, I was listening to the, the Deep Dive podcast, and they threw out uh, the Eagles to make the playoffs right now are at plus 260, and that's probably a, a really good is, number. Yeah. i got to look at some of the other um, NFC teams here and what their schedules look like. And then the Niners obviously have the tiebreaker over them, so if they end up with the same record. Um, but that is definitely something to chew on a little bit here. Um, and just, man, if they do indeed make the playoffs, and let's say they, they lose in the first round in like a close game, like what's the Hurts, you know... Because they have all those I think, picks. I think depending back. on the, the QB class, you just take your three picks and yeah, improve on. your team. Yeah. Well, we we had this conversation, was it last week or two weeks ago? I mean, I, I asked you, Lee. I mean, Hertz or you know Matt Corral or Malik Willis or, or Carson Strong or whomever you want. Um, you know, I, I mean, it's, I, think it's still, I think it's still a relevant, a relevant yeah, question. Yeah, I think it's going to continue um, to only get more relevant as we get closer and closer to, to draft season. Shout out Shane Texans. Steichen. Shout out Shane Steichen. Texans going to the Titans. Dark Horse HC candidate. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Texans. What was Texans that? going to the Titans. Um, Titans haven't really been able to to do much on offense. I mean, they've done an, enough, but without Henry, I think their offense is definitely a little more limited. But they keep cruising to wins. I think they'll easily make the playoffs at this point. Uh, Texans coming to town doesn't scare me too much. Um, I would I would consider laying the ten. Give me the ten and a half with the Texans. I'll be playing this game. Give me the ten right. and a half. Texans had an awful game against Miami. Then they had the bye. Tyrod's back and healthy. The Titans are a team I've been fading all year unsuccessfully. Um, I think they play good teams close. I think that they play down to bad teams level. I think they might sleepwalk in the first half. These AFC South big spread games can get sneaky. The underdogs have dominated the big spread AFC South games, as we saw last week with the Jags, comfortably covering, for the most part, that, that 10.5 point spread in, in Indianapolis. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Texans plus the 10.5 here. I think the Titans end up winning, but it's close in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, I, don't have, I don't have the sack that my brother does to, uh, to take Houston, but uh, I think he's probably right about the number. I mean, I made this 10.5. I think the numbers, but I, there's no way I'd lay this with, with Tennessee. Um, probably will be taking the Texans in our pick em, um, but for the most part, just, just staying far away. All good there. Bengals off the bye going to uh, play the Raiders. Interesting, uh, interesting matchup here. Raiders uh, on a little bit of a skid. Um, Giants, and then uh, who did they lose to last week? I'm blanking. Chiefs. Chiefs. Lost badly, too. Um, I don't know, man. Bengals, too, they they lost before the bye. I can't remember to who either, but... Jets um, and then the... Jets and then the... Um, yeah. They lost the Browns. Smoking. Yeah. I don't... So, I, I'm not... I don't think that... I think these are two teams that got off to a little bit of a hot start and are cooling down. So, a little bit of, uh, you know... Something's got to give in this one. I'll take the Raiders at home. 
Um, yeah, I don't want any part of this game. I'm going to take the Bengals and the Pick'em because I do think that the full-blown landslide is happening for the Raiders. I think that everything's yeah. kind of caught up with them. Um, I think that the, the, the new head coach was cute at the beginning when they beat Denver or whatever, and they beat Philadelphia, but now it's like all reality is setting in, and he's not fit for the job. They don't have weapons on the outside on offense. They have nobody who can separate. Hunter Renfro is getting 15 targets a game, and I love the guy, but he that's not going to win you games. Um, and then on the defensive side of the ball, they can't – I mean, Kansas City just diced them apart completely. I think the Bengals have a – although they have the same record, I think the Bengals have a much better chance of making the playoffs just with the personnel they have and the way their division is. Um, so I think the Bengals have more to play for here. I understand it's on the road, which is why I'm a little – freaked out about it but i think off the bye the bengals get right and the raiders continue to slide here so I, i'm gonna take the bengals yeah i'm right with lee um i think these teams are, are kind of similar I, you know the line is 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 probably a good line I, I made it cincinnati minus one and i seem to be right on market with it um i just think you know when the rubber meets the road cincinnati off the bye a lot better of an offense the vertical passing attack i think should eat this raider secondary um and then, you know, I think the Bengals have a slight edge on defense. So I tend to agree with Lee that the bottom is kind of starting to fall out with the Raiders. Um, that Chiefs loss was was really disappointing. I really thought the, the Raiders were going to stick around there. And, you know, maybe if Deshaun Jackson just, you know, runs straight. Uh, shout out me last week, week on the podcast saying, hey, it only takes one play for Deshaun Jackson to, to change a game. And, and it, <laughs> it, was kind of a, it was kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. I wasn't really expecting that. So... Yeah, I think the Bengals. Uh, I think the Bengals are the side here. It's Bengals or pass for me. Cowboys going to the Chiefs. Cowboys got back on track last week. So did the Chiefs. So this is a really interesting game, especially that's in Arrowhead. Game of the week, I think so. Um, yeah. Potential Super Bowl matchup. Who knows? Chiefs have to get a little bit better. Uh, man. I don't know what to think I, about this one. Does anyone have a, any strong opinions? I, I'm, I have a, I have a strong lean to the Cowboys, man. I made this Cowboys minus three. Um, I'm not fully gonna. I mean, the Chiefs. It was, it was, uh, it was impressive to see them kind of quote unquote return to form against the Raiders. But I think the Cowboys are a better team right now, and I think the fact that they're dogs in this spot, um, I don't think they're gonna come up flat. I think their offense is. I just have a hard time seeing one the Chiefs defense match up against the Cowboys offense, and then you're essentially, you know, maybe a, a Trayvon Diggs interception from Mahomes. I mm-hmm. I just think that I just think it kind of comes down to those margins in this close of a game. I will definitely be playing the Cowboys money line. Cowboys teaser I think is an unbelievable get the Cowboys up to eight and a half. So even if I'm a little bit wrong and the Chiefs are the side here, I just have a hard time seeing uh, the Chiefs blowing out this Cowboys offense. I think you know. If the Chiefs' offense is on, this Cowboys' offense is going to be able to go score for score. And it probably comes down to the last possession. Um, it's probably one of those games, um, you know, if the Cowboys want to slow the ball, the game down and run it with, with Zeke and Pollard, then they can do that. I just think kind of the, the, the Cowboys have a counterpunch for any punch that the Chiefs uh, throw. And I still am not willing to anoint the Chiefs as kind of their their, reputa- their past, reta- past reputation um, kind of annoyed in them. So I think the Cowboys are the side here. I can't wait for this game. I think it's going to be great. And I most definitely will be holding the Cowboys money line ticket and they will be in a teaser of some sort for me. As yeah. Well. I got no feel for America's game of the week. I'll just, I'm just going to be watching it. <laughs> not, not really. No, no strong feel. Cardinals at the Seahawks. Uh, is Kyler back? Don't really know. Don't really know right now. Um, I will I give myself credit as an uneducated pseudo doctor. I said if he misses one week, he's going to miss two, and he he missed two weeks, and now it's you know week three, and we don't know if he's going to play. And you know, I don't know, man. You got to be a little concerned here about about Kyler and 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 his health because um, it's been a reoccurring issue for him. Um, yep, and he is a slight guy, kind of, you know. So, I don't know. I like the Seahawks here. I think they get back on track. I think the Cardinals are sliding a little bit, um, having lost two of their last three after starting undefeated. Even if Kyler comes back and plays, I mean, I don't know. I think I think the Seahawks are going to be hungry. I think in the Seahawks' mind, they still think they can make the playoffs. Um, 
and Russell Wilson's going to want to atone for that goose egg he put up last week uh, at Lambeau Field coming back to, to Seattle to play. So I like Seattle here. Not a super strong lean. I could see Kyler coming back and, and, the, and, and them winning that game, but ultimately I, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning Seattle, especially with the uncertainty uh, surrounding Kyler Murray. Ultimately, I think Kyler ends up playing uh, at like 85%, but even still, I think, I think the Seahawks will win. Yeah, I think this is a I think this is a nice spot for the Seahawks. I, I kind of fully agree with what Lee says. Another good T spot. I think this is probably a, a one score game. Um, I think it kind of just depends. On, I mean, if if this if Seattle's offense is going to look like they did last week, then I think they're kind of screwed. But I got to assume that Russ uh, is going to get on back back on track, and you know, and Gerald Everett isn't your leading receiver with you know eight targets for six catches and you know eighty yards or whatever. It is. Well, he was eight for eight. So, man. Yeah, eight for eight. I mean, just yeah. I, that whole thing was so. DK. I mean, the whole rusting was so ridiculous. Like he he hyping up his rehab, coming back, acting yeah. like you know yeah. his he tore out his Achilles. He comes back and posts a goose egg. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I had Seahawks yeah. plus nine and a half as the last leg of one of my teasers, and it and it that was looked just, good for a long time. Yeah, I was I was comfortable up until the the second yeah. Dylan touchdown when they went up seventeen nothing. I was like, well, I guess this is over. But um, <laughs> hey, I mean, they put up zero. It's the first time in the Russell Wilson era he hasn't scored a point. So I guess I'll lose on that, if anything. Yeah. Steelers going to the Chargers. Uh, super interesting game. Chargers, you know, kind of been sluggish uh, since that game in, in Baltimore. Only only win has come against uh, the Eagles in Philly, and that was a close one too. So I don't think I think the Chargers aren't quite there yet. Um, you know, I think they have a good chance to still make the playoffs, but I don't, I don't know if they end up, uh, being somewhat of a, of a contender this year that people maybe thought they could have been Steelers just sluggish too. Is, is Ben, anyone know what that situation is? I think he's likely to not play. Tomlin said something along the lines of there's a possibility Ben plays, but he's expecting Mason Rudolph to play. Yeah. I mean, Rudolph looked terrible. I thought that maybe he would. He's Not never him. looked good once in his NFL career, by the way. Yeah. Like, we've seen so, enough uh, of Mason Rudolph to know what he is. So. I get, I, I'd take the Chargers yeah. here, but it's not something I'm excited about doing. Yeah, I made I made this Chargers minus six. Um, I don't really, if whether it's Ben or Mason, it doesn't really change the handicap too much for me. I think the Chargers, it's Chargers are pass. Um, yeah, Chargers are the side for me, so. I don't know, man. I'm definitely not as quick to be Chargers or pass. I think the Steelers are a super viable play. I mean, we've seen how lucrative it's been betting underdogs in primetime games this year. I understand that the Chargers are kind of have kind of been the darling. I know that th- that's been tampered over the past couple weeks, but the Steelers and that defense getting six and a half points. I mean, the Chargers have won some close games this year. Um, I know the Steelers probably aren't going to be able to move the ball that well, but Joey Bosa and Jerry Tillery are both out with COVID right now. We don't know if they're going to play. Um, The uh, the Chargers offense has been kind of muted uh, since that Ravens game, like we were talking about. I I think the Lombardi experience is, is growing, growing old and tiresome on a, on a lot of the Chargers faithful. Um, I think if you're getting six and a half, like I think it's Steelers are pass. I don't want to lay almost a touchdown with the Chargers here. Uh, against a, a scrappy Steelers defense, when when the Chargers offense is going through the worst you know slump uh, of the season thus far, so um, yeah, yeah, I'm going to stay I, away. I will say, but, I, but I like the Steelers, especially if this maybe goes up to seven. I'd be I'd be all over that. Yeah, I will say. I mean, like the Najee should be able to get what he wants on the ground. I mean, I, I, you're going to have a a very uh, healthy complement of uh, of running the football. Forty seven and a half, a little too high of a total. What? I hit my only total last week. I had the under in the uh, Jags Colts game. Uh, totals have been kind to me. They have, man. Um, got that was like the it was, it was it was like the one play if, I made because I made it and then I went to California and forgot that I couldn't bet there. So, um, I don't know. If it's a healthy dose of, of Pittsburgh running the ball, then you know this game is going to be shortened a little bit by you know, and then it's going to come down to the, the, the 
47. 47. 47 and a half. Yeah, I like that under. I like that yeah. under, man. I'm not a, I'm not usually a totals guy, but I, I could see this being like a 24-20 game either way. Giants and Bucks, Monday Night Football. Um, I think the Bucks bounce back, but they're uh, showing some chinks in the armor. Give me the, Give me Giants, the Giants. Give me the Giants plus eleven. Easy, easy. It's 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 this is this is a bad this is a I'll bad take a number. Big fat this should be under ten. Giants plus eleven. Getting Saquon back, still alive and well, baby, in that NFC East. Off the, off the bye, um, going down to Florida. Not you know weather. I don't really know what the weather is going to be, but um, yeah, give me the Giants, man. Uh, Buccaneers defense is not not very good. Buccaneers offense isn't very good if Gronk and AB are out, man. They they have some trouble. They have some trouble when when yeah. Brady doesn't have his little his guys with him, uh, especially Godwin being a little banged up. I think that we're getting to the point of the season where like we're realizing the Buccaneers don't really have a very efficient running game. Like I know Leonard Fournette's been good, but I think that there's always kind of been an expiration date on that. Um, I do think, just as a side note, that we're going to start to see a little bit more of Gio Bernard get involved as, as, as we get into more playoff era kind of the season. I think he's going to play a bigger role for their team. Kind of how we saw the tides turn running back-wise with them last year. I kind of think we're going to see a little bit of something like that this year. Um, but yeah, man, 11 points. Uh, how big of a home field advantage is Tampa Bay? They've lost two in a row. The Giants are off a bye. Uh, the Giants' defense has been improving. I don't know. I don't know. I think. I don't know. I made. I made it nine and a half. Tampa Bay. I don't know how, and then that might even be a little high. I just don't know how you can make this number over ten. Um, I think it should be somewhere in between, you know, seven and a half and nine and a half. Um, yeah, I like the. You Giants know, we saw. 11. You know, and Washington's offense, Giants' offense, maybe kind of similar. I think the Giants might even have a little more juice. Just comes down to you know. Jason Garrett being an absolute pigeon of a of a play caller, you know, uh, yeah, and that might be an an ugly Monday night play, just taking the Giants and the points. Yeah, um, the Giants are also getting yeah. some injury relief. You know, Galladay's coming back, Saquon's coming back, uh, Sterling Shepard's probably coming back. You know, they've got some guys back, so they're they're locked and loaded. Dude, let's let's uh, let's just throw out our picks. Cause I got a boogie. Yep. Um, I'm gonna do Bears plus five. Do Lions plus eleven and a half. Niners minus six. I think that's it for now. All right, I'm going football. What's team. your teaser, Lee? What's your teaser? My teaser. Okay, I've got a five-team, six-point teaser. Um, it's it's the San Francisco 49ers money line, the okay. Minnesota Vikings plus eight and a half, the Washington football team plus nine and a half. The Browns minus four, and the Seattle Seahawks plus eight and a half. I like that. Yeah, it's it's involved. Chances are one of those teams <laughs> screws me over, but it is plus four hundred. So um, pretty pretty nice price there. I thought you get four to one for those. Just betting that one of those guys won't screw you over. The Vikings won't lose by forty, um, something like that. So that's my teaser. And then I've got Washington plus three and a half. I've got the Texans plus ten and a half. Forty Niners minus six. Dolphins minus three or three and a half. Um, and then the Giants plus eleven. And I may or may not be making a play on the Colts plus seven and a half because I truly do think that they'll play that game close. Um, so that that might be a, a play I make down the line. And then also. Probably going to be eyeballing the Seahawks money line as we get closer to kickoff with the Kyler news. Um, if, if if it shoots in in Arizona's direction, I, I probably will will take a piece of that too. Yeah, right now I'm just rolling with uh, Cowboys money line, uh, Packers minus one and a half, or you know I haven't really made that play yet. So Cowboys Packers spread, um, potentially Brown spread. Probably will make that play, and uh, I'm going to find another teaser leg for the Cowboys plus eight and a half, and probably either the Vikings plus uh, eight and a half because I still have a Vikings two and a half on my book, um, or potentially a Saints plus eight. So um, that's kind of where my 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 teaser affinity uh, lays. Yeah, Alrighty, boys. Eyeballing the Steelers right now too on the money line plus yeah. two thirty. Yeah, dude, Mason Rudolph looks so bad. 
Yeah, but if they can run it and maybe get a defensive touchdown, they're 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 balling. Devin Bush pick six. <laughs> I was waiting for that Anzalone pick, man. Yeah. We were waiting for it. She never came. It's a shame. Anything else, fellas? I can do my college rundown real quick. Shoot him. Nevada minus one and a half. Illinois plus thirteen and money line. Virginia. Virginia is the play of the of the year. Plus fourteen and a half. Plus four sixty on the money line. SMU plus eleven and a half. Plus three fifty on the money line. Whoa, 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 whoa! Virginia is the play yeah, of the Virginia year. Virginia plus fourteen and a half at Pitt. Brennan Armstrong is coming back, and they're two over a two touchdown underdog. I think Virginia Virginia sat everybody against Notre Dame last week and basically gave up on the game because this game against Pitt is base is essentially going to decide who wins the ACC Coastal Division which I have a future bet on on Virginia. If they win the ACC Coastal, I have 50 for a grand, 20 to 1. Pretty good <laughs> if Virginia can win that game. Um, I'm not expecting them to win, to be honest. I, I'm a realist. I think that they're a little too banged up at this point. But getting 14 and a half, Pitt is not like – Pitt's going to be able to score points, but their defense is overrated and their team overall is overrated. I think Pitt is not a 14 and a half points better than Virginia – um, SMU plus 11 and a half plus 350 on the money line. I think they have a, a decent shot at upsetting Cincinnati. I don't think Cincinnati is very good this year. I think they're living off of last year's success a little bit. Um, Syracuse, your team, Clep, plus 11 and a half plus 390 on the money line against NC State. That line should be a little bit shorter. I don't think NC State is very good. Syracuse also coming off an embarrassing loss. I think they bounce back. UCLA minus three at USC. Jackson Dart starting. I think UCLA smokes them. USC's front, you know, their defensive front cannot stop the run. UCLA is going to be able to run all over them. Uh, UCLA just a better football program than USC by a significant amount over the past couple of years, um, and I think that's that's only okay, going to continue man. as time goes on here. Um, Oregon on the money line at Utah. I think Oregon can win that game. I'm kind of hoping they win that game because these two teams are for sure going to rematch in the Pac-12 championship, and I have a futures ticket on on Utah to win the Pac-12. So I'm hoping Oregon can win the first one. Maybe Utah can win the second one. Um, Oregon State, plus 3.5 and, and plus 140 on the money line. Hosting Arizona State. I don't think Arizona State's that good. And then last but not least, Minnesota, minus 6.5 with minus 122 juice. You can still lay it at Indiana. Indiana's just been a disaster of a team this year. I think Minnesota wins that game comfortably. Solid run through. Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa Bay Lightning tonight in Philly. I bring some backwoods up out of home and a cup of ice. And some rubber bands up out of there too, homie. Yeah. It's 3 p.m. 80 degrees outside. I'm in something to go real fast sitting outside the corner store. Six-figure car ain't got no business in this area. If it ain't one thing, it's a mother another. Damn. We trapped together, then that's my mother brother. Pay your bills and bad designer, but I don't love her. She just play a part when it's time to smuggle. I pull up, pick up that bag and burn rubber. I got a sweet tooth, but I stay away from suckers. Nobu and Malibu was my last supper. I f***ed on and rush out with traffic, Chris Tucker. (laughs) Everybody screaming, gang, gang, gang. Gang. The folks come and get you, you gon' tell on the whole gang. gang. She said, can she me with my diamond shine? If I ain't in the bank, then I'm on the plane. About to go get some money or go spend some money. They stopped me in the airport, had too many binges on me. They don't want you to live. They don't want you to bow. They'll push a smile in your face. Yeah, then they pray for you to f-